0: Daughter's Dilemma Podcast, where we talk about all things mother and daughter, their interactions with each other, their problems, their challenges, their all of that.
1: Uh,
0: I'm Radnik, and
1: I'm the daughter. And I'm Nefra, the mother.
0: And this week is going to be uh, a different episode. Uh, this week, we're going to be showcasing a true crime story that relates to mothers and daughters. Um, at the beginning of the podcast, when we first did our first episode, you know, we said, we were going to do true crime and so here it is. And so today I'm going to be presenting a true crime story to my mom. This is one that I found that I have researched that she does not know the details about and I'm excited. Are you excited?
1: I'm definitely excited because I wanted you to kind of catch me off guard with this story. All I know about it is that it's recent. Yes. Okay. 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 All right. Well, Let's hear it.
0: All righty. Now, before I get started, I do want to put a disclaimer out there that I am not a professional. I'm not a professional podcaster or a true crimer or any of that. So please forgive me if I mess some things up. And the we will also be posting about this particular story on our Instagram when this goes live. So if this is live, then it's also on our Instagram. And all of the links to my sources will also be in the description Of the podcast. So if you want to go look at any articles or see any mugshots or anything, you can do that.
1: Okay. Now, wait a minute. You just said you're not a professional podcaster. Uh, Yes, you are. Okay. Get it right.
0: My bad. My bad. You are
1: not a uh, reporter, right? A journalist. journalist. There we go. There we go. But you are definitely a professional podcaster. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 All right. So let's hear
0: it. All right. Who are we talking about today? Look. So today we are talking about Shauna and Dominique Decree. Okay. Um, so I'm going to take you back to February of last year, February of 2019. And we're going to go to Morrisville, Pennsylvania. Okay. So, uh, Walida Campbell, she actually lives in Georgia. And she texted her niece, happy birthday. She sends her a happy birthday message on February 11th. Her niece is 25-year-old Nayara Smith, and when she didn't reply, she was really confused. She was like, they always try to keep up with family. You know, they always try to keep in touch. So when she didn't hear anything, she was very confused. ...sisters, okay?
1: Okay, let's get this story straight. Okay. Let's get this story straight. <laughs> so who, so Sha- So Miss Decree... Mm-hmm,
0: Shauna Decree.
1: And... What's the other name?
0: Jamila Campbell. They are sisters.
1: They are sisters. Yes. Okay.
0: Nayara Smith. Uh Uh-huh. No, sorry. Walida Campbell.
1: Walida Campbell.
0: Is their youngest sister.
1: Okay, so these are all sisters at this point. Yes. Okay, and one sister. Walida. Texted the other sister. No, texted her niece. Texted her niece. Nayara. Nayara, okay, okay, got it, got it. Didn't get a response. Didn't get a response, got you, okay.
0: Okay, so we're going to go a couple weeks later. Uh, Around closer to February 25th, a Bucks County children and youth caseworker um, came to the apartment. She came to the apartment the previous Saturday for a wellness check on the children who live there.
1: Who live where?
0: Who, what do you mean?
1: So, what apartment is this caseworker going to?
0: We're going to the apartment in Morrisville. So we're
1: Who lives the- there?
0: <laughs> You're not letting me get there.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a bad. whole
0: story. It's, it's a, a story, whole, guys. Okay, no story. more
1: interruptions for me.
0: It's a whole story. Okay. Okay. So basically what you need to know about all of this, uh-huh. okay, is Walida does not live with all these people. She lives...
1: Auntie Walida.
0: Auntie Walida. Okay. Lives in Georgia.
1: In Georgia. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha.
0: Shauna, Jamila, and their kids all live in Morrisville, Pennsylvania. Gotcha. So, the Bucks County Children and Youth Caseworker goes to the apartment that Shauna and Jamila are living at with their children... Um, and they had gone the previous Saturday for a wellness check and received no response to their knocks. They left a business card on the door before leaving. And then they returned on Monday for a fresh attempt, right? So they return on Monday and the card is still on the door. It looks like the card has not been touched. So they go to find a maintenance worker to find out what's going on. Like, can you let us in? What's happening in here? You know, we need to make sure that these people are Okay. 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 So when they entered the apartment, uh, police say that they found Shauna, who is 45 at the time, and her daughter, Dominique Decree, who was 19 at the time, disoriented and inside of the apartment. This is a two-bedroom apartment, and they were inside one bedroom. They said that furniture had been overturned, the drywall was cracked, there was glass everywhere. And in a separate bedroom, they discover four, they initially say they discover four bodies, but they soon discover a fifth body laying under another body.
1: Oh, wow. Yes.
0: So, they take them into custody, take Shauna and Dominique into custody. At this point, we don't know what's happening. They are saying they're disoriented. They don't know what's going on. They don't know what happened. They don't know who who they are. They don't know if their family is alive. They don't know anything from what they're saying. Okay, so Dominique, the daughter, the 19-year-old, she had some superficial knife wounds on her neck. They were believed to be self-inflicted, but I wasn't able to find anywhere concrete that they were self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. Um, and the photo that we'll be posting on our Instagram, you can actually see these wounds in her on her neck in her mugshot. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, autopsies determined that the four victims were Erica and Ima- Imani Allen 9 Wow. Damon Decree 13. Mm. Niara Smith 25. What? And Jamila Campbell who is 42. Okay? So Jamila is Erica and Imani's mom. Erica and Imani are twin daughter, are twin girls. They were 9 years old. And they lived in the apartment with their mom and their aunt and their cousins. So it was found that the bodies of the children as well as Nayara were all killed by homicidal asphyxiation, um, which is basically smothering. And Jamila Campbell was killed by homicidal ligature strangulation.
1: Okay? Yeah. You look so (laughs) cute. I'm looking so like, I'm like wow. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: Um, prosecutors later found out that the victims were killed between February 23rd and February 25th of 2019. Okay, all right. So how
1: did we get here? What happened? What's what's going on? <laughs> right. So 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 let me get some things straight. Yes. So Shauna and Jamila are sisters. Yes. And I guess Jamila was living with Shauna. It de- It never... Well, yes. Yeah, they were living together in this apartment. Yes, they were all
0: living together in this apartment. Jamil- it is said that Jamila Jamila did have her own home in New Jersey, okay. in Trenton, New Jersey. But at one point, she did move in with everybody. But if you would calm
1: down, I can tell you all of that. Oh, okay. Well, let me... I- I got you. How did we get to this point? Let's start there. I'm just intrigued. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm intrigued. I'm looking like, wow. Like, this is... Wow. Yeah. Okay, keep going.
0: So, in the reports that I found, it's mainly said in the first... Not in the first. In the last month before the killings took place is when all this weird behavior kind of started to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, They said that the women seemingly retreated into the apartment, the Robert Morris apartment in Morrisville. Um, They pulled their children out of school. They were isolating themselves from the world. And according to relatives who really struggled to reach out to them, um, Niara, she had a fiance and he was concerned. The children's father was concerned and it just... Everything just escalated quickly. Now, I couldn't find anything that said why exactly they all moved in together, Mm -hmm. especially since Jamila lived in another state. So, I'm not sure why they all moved in together, but they all were being very secretive. They all were just huddling together. They wouldn't really talk to outside family. Um, The brief conversations that did happen with relatives were troubled Um, The family member said that the exchanges were peppered with bizarre imagery of demons and pearly gates. Wow. Yeah. Um, The only contact that Walida, their youngest sister, had with the family um, in the previous month came through another relative. So she never even talked to them directly. She was told by a separate aunt that they were all afraid to go outside of their homes because of the demons that they saw all around them. So Shauna and her two children at the time, she has three children total, okay? So Shauna has Damon Decree, who is deceased, Dominique Decree, who is the accomplice, and Nayara Smith, who is her older daughter, also deceased. That's the 25-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So um, Decree and her two children had been living in that apartment for some time, um, but Smith actually had her own home and so did Campbell. So it was very confusing also to the, uh, rest of the family why y'all have your own homes, you have your own fiancés, you have your own lives and you're all just cramming together in here.
1: Wow. Right? Yeah. That is odd.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> okay.
1: This, I don't know about y'all, but I'm, I'm really intrigued. Like <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so we're going to get, so since we're in the background stage, we're going to get into a little bit more background. So the whole reason that the caseworker was there in the first place was because earlier in the month on February 1st, they had gotten a call from the Morrisville Junior Senior High principal who was calling because Damon hadn't been to work, not work, hadn't been to school in several days and his mother wasn't returning phone calls. Okay. Um, the same social worker who eventually discovered the bodies did make a wellness check on them on the 5th. Okay. And she said that, as far as she says, she said everything was fine. Like the house was fine, everything was clean, everybody was pleasant. Like there wasn't anything really out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why the social worker was there following up on that first wellness visit. Um, Damon Decree, he was 13, like I said, um, and he was remembered as a really kind boy. He started this school in his, he started this club in his school called the Kindness Club.
1: Aww.
0: And its goal was to, you know, combat bullying and, you know, be wow, accepted. Um, wow. One of his classmates said that he came to school every day. He kept a smile on his face and he just made sure to keep pushing. I'm sure on the inside, it must have been hurting. On the outside, he made it look like every like, he was going through something good.
1: Wow, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: So, yeah. Um, police did say that Jamila Campbell's daughters, Erica and Amani, the nine-year-olds, they were registered for school um, in New Jersey, in Trenton, New Jersey. Um, but again, once they all moved into the house together, they pulled them all out of school. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, when they did get in contact with Shauna, they eventually were able to get in contact with her about none of these kids going to school. And she basically just said that she wanted to remove them from school and she began homeschooling them as far as they knew. So that's what it was. So we're going to go back to the 25th. Okay. So Shauna and Dominique, they are taken to the hospital. They are interviewed by police. Um, And at first, Dominique claimed that it was an unknown black male who caused the injuries to her neck and said that she didn't know what happened to her family. She just assumed it was this random black guy, I guess. Okay. Um, Shauna also agreed with this story. She basically said the same thing, but she said that it was specifically Jamila's boyfriend Mm -hmm. and two of his friends that came in the home and killed everybody but her and Dominique, which, like, why would they just leave too?
1: That's convenient.
0: That's, yeah, right. Okay. That's just, okay, okay. but yeah. He just left the two. Okay. Um, Later, Shauna did change her story, and she eventually uh, convinced Dominique to change her story as well. I mean, she didn't have a choice, you know. Right. Um, And she said that everybody in the apartment wanted to die. Like, everybody, including the 9-year-old and the 13-year-old, wanted to die, and that they were all talking about suicide before it all happened. Okay. Um, Shauna admitted to killing Amani, one of the twins, And said that her sister Jamila had killed Erica and had also killed Nayara. Uh, Shauna also said that Dominique was the one who killed Damon. But Dominique says that it was actually her mom who killed Amani, Damon, and Nayara. And that Jamila killed Erica and Dominique killed Jamila
1: right wow this is
0: like yeah so what, you, you, i mean you, uh, let's, let's, let's
1: let's pause let's pause let's I pause i feel
0: like i feel like with the with the way that it seems it seems like they kind of had a plan it seems like they kind of had a, if they did have a plan they kind of had a plan of like okay you're going to take out this person you're going to take out this person and this is what we're going to say right um But I feel like that clearly didn't work out well because they don't. Well, this is is, okay.
1: So for one, it's it's. I mean, I can understand where they would try to make up these stories. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you know, once you commit a murder, you you definitely want to try to you know people people want to try to cover their tracks. Mm So I'm just baffled about so many people lives that are affected. You know, and I know there's some giggles here and there, guys, but I want you guys to know that this is very, very serious. Like, these Mm -hmm. children have lost their lives. I don't want you guys to think that we're making light of this situation.
0: Absolutely not. But
1: this is just a lot of people involved, and I think I'm baffled. And, you know, Ronika's looking at me because my face, (laughs) if you can see my face right now, it is absolutely, like, I'm baffled at what could transpire. I mean, I know they're saying demons Mm -hmm. are following them and all of this, but this is really something out of this world, like literally, like, so I am baffled, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. So everybody, so Dominique, and basically we were at Dominique and Shauna are really saying who killed who. Right. Okay. Yeah. And that everybody wanted to die, but why are they still living?
0: Exactly, if everybody wanted to die. Now, when Dominique was initially arrested, mm-hmm. they did say in the police report that she did um, continually say that she wanted to die. I want to die, I want to die, I want to die. But I don't know how far that went. I don't know how right. dramatic that was. or Yeah. Okay. They both plead guilty but mentally ill, to five counts of first-degree murder and one count of criminal conspiracy in the deaths of the five relatives. They were sentenced to five consecutive life sentences each as part of a plea deal to avoid the the death penalty. The court-appointed psychologist and psychiatrist said that the degrees uh, sentencing hearing, they both definitely suffered from some mental illness. Um, They described schizoid personality disorder, which is characterized by a lack of interest in social relationships, a tendency towards uh, solitary and sheltered life, secretiveness, emotional coldness, detachments, and apathy. Um, They also mentioned that they displayed signs of major depressive disorder, as well as post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, both of them had sought mental treatment in the past. I didn't really get a lot of information on I couldn't really find a lot of information on Shauna's mental health history. Um, but they did say that Dominique had been in counseling and had been receiving treatment for her mental issues since she was five years old. Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it did say in a couple of sources that they were involved in some type of religious cults, but I could only really find that in like two places and they didn't really elaborate on that. Okay. Um, so of course this is devastating.
1: This is horrific.
0: This is devastating. Like I
1: cannot even imagine, I mean, we're talking about a mother and daughter killing sisters and cousins And they were holed up, not to mention they were holed up in this apartment with these dead bodies for a a couple of days.
0: Yeah, three days at least.
1: Three days at least. Mm -hmm. Like, I am just horrified. Like, I am. I am. And the family must be truly devastated.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I know I would be.
0: Yeah. Now, the women, Shauna and Dominique, both did uh, express remorse for what they did. Um, Shauna said that the hardest thing for me to do is decide who it is to say I'm sorry first. To my family, I'm sorry for taking away these beautiful souls in such a horrible manner. Um, Dominique, at her sentencing hearing, was sobbing, saying that her actions will eternally haunt her. Um, quote, I'm sorry for everything that happened and I truly don't understand why it happened. She said, Dominique said,
1: Yeah.
0: Um, well, Lida was, is has been very outspoken during this entire thing, letting everybody know that her sister and her niece were not bad people. These were not bad people. These of were course. nice people. These were normal people. These were all very sweet, intelligent people. And this is very out of the ordinary for anything, which I would hope this is out of the ordinary for most people. But yeah. Um, well, Lyda said, I really wish I could ask my sister what happened. Um, again, Nayara's fiance was confused, the children's fathers were concerned. It all happened so fast. Walida Campbell told the Inquirer that she and other family members had tried for two weeks to contact her sisters and the children. The sister's father, James Campbell, uh, tried to visit the home, but he left when he didn't get an answer. He just never got an answer when he tried to visit. About 16 pairs of relatives attended the sentencing hearing, including Damon Decree Sr., who is the father of Damon Jr. and Dominique Decree. Um, He spoke of the pain of losing his son to murder and his daughter to prison. And um, all he has is thoughts of what might have been. The pain did drive him to attempt suicide. He was not successful.
1: Oh, God, thank God. Right? Right. Um,
0: He said that the bottom line is I didn't do the number one job as a parent. I didn't keep him safe. I may have not been the best dad, but no one deserves this.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm in agreement with that. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: Nyara, who was Shauna's daughter, she was 25 at the time, she actually had a fiance. Okay. She was about to get married. Um, her sister and her father said that it felt like a bulldozer ran over them when they heard the news of her murder. Um... He even wrote, um, her father, Ronald Smith, wrote in his victim impact statement about his daughter's plans to marry her fiance and how, you know, of course that's not going to happen. Um, he said, quote, as you can see, she didn't get to do this because her mother and sister had other plans. They treacherously took five beautiful lives off the face of this earth. If you have kids, go hug your kids. If you have parents who are still around, if you have brothers, sisters, go give them a hug and- If you can't give them a hug, give them a call, send them a text, send them an email. No one that has brought home me, what? The one thing that has brought home to me is that this is all family. Take every last moment and use every last moment. Tell your family you love them. Wow. Yep. You got to. You have to because you never know when's it going to be their last day.
1: Shauna and Dominique.
0: Shauna, and that is the story of Shauna and Dominique DeCree.
1: Shauna is the mother, of forty-five. Mm-hmm. I can relate to that. I'm a forty-five-year-old mother myself. And Dominique is nineteen. You've been nineteen before. You can understand nineteen. Mm-hmm. But let's really look at this. Like, what could have caused all of this? Now we—they're saying there are mental issues within both the mother and the daughter, mm-hmm. but we have some adults being murdered here. Yeah. You know, it. it's not just the children. It's adults. Yeah. So how do we make that leap in our head? Was this a suicide pact?
0: I don't know if it was a suicide pact. I don't know if... I don't know. Things just got wild. Apparently, according to them, they said that Jamila was all on board for it. They even said... At, one, at least one point, both Shauna and Dominique both agreed that Jamila had killed at least one of her daughters.
1: Yeah, but we have no proof of that, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Jamila's dead. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's just all, you know, what they say.
1: And then, of That's course, Niara, how old was she? 25. So, we have a 25-year-old. Jamila is in her 40s. 42? 42. 42. And has two twin uh, children. Nine. Yeah. And the 13-year-old boy.
0: Yep. Who was Shauna's son.
1: Right. So how does a mother and daughter team up? That's really the big question. What I do, what I am thankful for is what I want to say is they didn't burden the family anymore with a trial. Yeah. Copping that plea and saying, look, this is what we did. It's great, but the truth being told is we need to, especially as black Americans, because many people, I don't know if you know, this family is black, Mm -hmm. okay? And so um, we really need to put mental health at the forefront, and being a mother is difficult. It is. It's very difficult. I myself have been in depressive states you know i told you when you were born i I suffered from postpartum depression Mm -hmm. um and though and that is the depression postpartum after you have a baby that's common right and a lot of people will talk about that right but we definitely need to understand the pressures of being a mother with adult children right you have Nyara, who was twenty-five, mm-hmm. Shauna's daughter. Yep. You have Dominique, nineteen, Shauna's daughter, and then you jump all the way down to
0: a thirteen to a
1: thirteen-year-old Damon. Yep. And you have to see to those needs. Yeah. You know, people think once you're, you know, your kid's are grown, you ain't got a parent no more. Yeah. You still yeah. have to parent. There are some things you still, you know, have to jump in there and do. I thought like that too until I, you know. Had kids, had kids, and <laughs> they started coming of age, and because they because they still need mom and dad to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're talking about uh, filicide. This is really what this is, guys. This is homicide and filicide. And filicide. We all know what homicide is, right? The murder of another person. But filicide is murdering one's own son. And our daughter, mm-hmm. and that's what Sean Shauna, I'm sorry, committed with her children, and yeah. again, and if Jamila was on board, how could of all of this happen, especially with isolation, right, because you mentioned that they were isolating themselves
0: yeah, so that's what that's really the part that I really want to know, like I want to know like what made you all move in together yeah like and this isn't like again this is just like a this is a two-bedroom apartment it's not like it's a huge apartment it's not a huge house it's not like you know come on let me take care of you nothing no so that's what that's the part that really is curious to me is how Mm -hmm. especially since niara she had her fiance she had her own home jamila had her own life in a different state
1: yeah like how do you guys get to this point of moving in
0: of moving in and huddling together with all these people? yeah, like.
1: absolutely, absolutely. So it is definitely difficult to stomach this. i'm not I'm just I'm just gonna put it on out there. This is definitely difficult. My heart really does go out to this family because this is absolutely horrific. And yeah. so I am definitely going to be keeping this family. In my prayers and lifted up, especially the dad, uh, Damon Decree, Mm senior. Like, I can understand. Yeah. Fall into that depressive state and just... Because you've basically lost your kids. You've lost your kids, literally. Literally. Literally lost your kids. So, and everybody has that age question. What will make them do this? But mental illness is... It's real. It's
0: very real. It's
1: very real. And if you are a parent of a child that's suffering from mental illness, it can be exhausting. Mm-hmm. You know, as you're telling your as you're telling, you know, what happened, I can see that there may be a struggle with mom, mm-hmm. Shauna, especially if she was dealing with Dominique's mental issues. Yeah. It could be to the point where Niara would come in and probably help her with that. Yeah. Yeah, but then she still has this 13-year-old to care for. Exactly, to care for. So I can see the sister coming in helping. Jamila and her too. That's a little baffling, right? We we probably will never know why they moved in.
0: Now, there is one other <laughs> Part that I did forget to mention, and that's because it was a very small part in a lot of the articles that I read. Right, Jamila did have a son. He -hmm. never spoke out. He was 17 when this happened. Okay, and he was actually, I believe, he was staying at a relative's house. Okay, that week that everything happened, but I never saw any reports that said that he ever lived in the apartment with them. Right, so I'm not sure what. Happened there that you take mm-hmm. some kids and you don't take one, or was right. that yeah? I'm not sure what what happened there,
1: right? Well, one of the things I want to point out is generational curses because they are real. Mm-hmm. Um, and through listening to the entire story, I do believe this may have been a generational curse that played out in a very bad way. Mm-hmm. Very bad way. I, I mean, I understand the other family members were trying to reach out, right? But for Jamila and Shauna to bond. As sisters, mm-hmm. right, there may have been some mental illness there as well. Yeah. Again, passed on. They may have seen traits in the children. Because remember, Dominique has been suffering from mental issues since five. Yeah. We don't, we don't know what Damon has.
0: Yeah, we don't we- know how he... You know, we, they said that he was a nice boy. I, I do want to believe that he is a nice boy. Absolutely, but, you know, absolutely. He could also have his times where he goes through things. Who mm-hmm. knows what the twins are doing? They're nine. They're hyper. Who knows? Kids yeah. can get crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. And from a mother's point of view, sometimes it can get pretty desperate mm-hmm. when you're in a depressive state. So if Shauna is battling with her mental mind state and not really knowing how to function, she could have called up on her sister and her sister could have came and helped. But yet having that conversation, cause they're living in this small place, they find out they have a lot of mental issues in common. Yeah. You know, I would be surprised. I would be, uh, I really would like to know where their mother is. Yeah. What happened with their mother? Because this guy's comes down a line mm-hmm. and if secrets kill, we just heard the story. Right. This was an isolation. This is with them being secretive, huddled to their self. They're not telling they're not talking about their pain. And if they are talking about their pain, they're not talking about it to the right people Mm -hmm. to where they can get help. Yeah.
0: They were probably all talking about it to each other and all spiraling at the same time.
1: Absolutely. Yes. That's how it feels. So I'm at a you know, again, I, I really think, you know, there may be some truth that Jamila may have been. Involved. Involved and like, okay, yeah, absolutely. But when it came time for them to kill themselves, I I don't know if Dominique could have killed her mom or her mom could have killed Dominique. Like she had already killed two children. Right. So I got to do this again? like. And then they huddled up in the bedroom for days. What was that like? You know what I'm saying? Like what could they have been thinking or talking about her or all of that? Like my heart just goes out. To them because I know what it's like to be that mother struggling, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, again, I suffer from postpartum after you were born. Uh, My son, not so much because I was older and I knew what to expect. I believe the younger you are when you have children, the harder postpartum hits. Yeah. Because at a certain level, you're not as equipped. To deal with having a baby and you have not fully matured mentally or emotionally.
0: Yeah, your brain hasn't fully developed.
1: Yeah. So if you're a 15, 16-year-old young lady, 12 at that matter, because you know they get pregnant as soon as they can have a period, but (laughs) at that age, right, Yeah. I feel like postpartum can hit them harder. Yeah. Because, you know, and even with older women, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say that they, they don't suffer from it or it doesn't happen. Because, you know, we've heard about Andrea Yates and those people who've killed their, you know, abs- who've killed their uh, children. I just feel like it's going to hit different at that at that teenage level. Yeah. You know, at that teenage level. So, and it sounds like Shauna, to have a 25-year-old daughter, she had to have her at 20 like I had you. Yep. Yeah. And I and that postpartum hit me hard. Yeah. I mean, it was thankful I had the support of your grandparents, you know, for them to really step in and say, hey, we got you, you know, and for me to actually work through that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to admit I didn't get professional help, but now I I look back on it. Um, I didn't even realize it was postpartum depression until I got pregnant for the second time. And the doctor was really talking to me about it. And I was like, yeah, I went through that. But <laughs> I didn't know, you right. know. And a lot of times, you know, I feel like Dominique might not have known. Or not Dominique, Shauna. Sure. Yeah, she might not have known Yeah, even what to do. But one of the things about mothers taking their children's lives is the first thing that you need to look out for, guys, is that isolation.
0: Absolutely. Because that's the, that in any situation. Anybody isolating themselves is usually not a, bad, not a great sign. It's
1: not a great sign at all. It's not a great sign. And people think they're isolating for, oh, I just want to stay away from the world for a minute, and I'm just going to try to get myself together. But you only have you to talk to. Right. And if you only have you and like-minded yous around you, it's just going to bring you down.
0: Yeah.
1: All the way down. All the way down. Another re- And I was shocked to hear about mental illness because in my research, because uh, I wanted to research why, you know, mothers would kill their children. And many people out here talking about doctors and psychiatrists and in the mental health field, a lot of times don't look at mothers killing their children as a mental illness, but an act of love. Mm-hmm. And let me, before we get all up in arms right now while I'm saying this, but there are some factors that go into that mother killing them, ch- killing their children out of act of love. First and foremost, if a mother's in a depressive state, one, she's not thinking right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, being in a pr- depressive state, suicidal thoughts come up on the mother. The mother can feel like if I take my life, I'm going to leave my child alone. So if I leave my child alone, that's not fair to them. So I'm gonna go ahead and take their lives, but what happens is the mother never makes it to killing herself, right? Which is why a lot of times they're not saying that this is actually a mental illness because you made a choice. Yeah, you made a choice, and I can see that, but I also can see, yeah, it's mental illness, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it's mental illness. I think for me.
0: Okay, here's why I don't buy the whole mental illness thing. I don't buy it because in a, there's a reason I do buy it and there's a reason I don't buy it. So I don't buy it because typically you can't really use a mental health defense or a mental health argument if there was an attempt to hide or to cover up what happened.
1: Mm, That's interesting. Right.
0: So for me the fact that they were just found in the apartment clearly they weren't trying to hide it they weren't you know trying to cover anything up mm-hmm. but then they get to the hospital and then they start telling the story about these random men who just broke in who just came in and just started slaughtering people and y'all mm-hmm. just sat in the corner that to me is that to me is what makes the mental illness part hard for me not saying that I don't believe that they had mental illness just to say that that was the only motive behind it is harder for me. With so let me play me.
1: devil's advocate. hmm So I may have been unstable at the moment, or they may have been unstable at the moment of killing everyone. hmm But at some point, you're lucid. Mm-hmm. And I think lying is the protection mechanism we all have. How do I protect myself now? Right. I did this wrong. How do I make it right? Or how do I cover it up? Or how do I fix it? What do I say? What do I do? How do I protect myself? So I think that's where that comes from. Yeah. I think, okay, well, let me try to make something up there. I, I know I did it, but I'm ashamed right. that I did this. So let me, okay, these three black men came in. Right. Oh, I'm ashamed I did this. So, but ultimately you locked up in that two by four or however small the sale is, I don't know, because I don't ever plan on going. Uh, but you are locked up, so and you have that moment to think, like, it's out now.
0: Yeah.
1: They found out now, so let's just go ahead and, and just tell the truth. Tell the truth. And yeah. the remorse definitely helps, you know, yes. and the fact that they didn't go to trial to put the family through. But I think trials sometimes give answers we don't, we, we really, really need, that yeah. we really need. Yeah. But hopefully this family can get some answers that they need. And I definitely understand you not believing, you know, mm-hmm. because you tried to cover it up. But I just think that's the human side of everybody. I don't yeah. care mental illness or not. Let me let me try to protect myself real quick.
0: Right.
1: Right. Let me you know. make something up.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. let me
1: make something up, you know. Absolutely. So this is definitely an interesting one. I absolutely love it. But, again, guys, I just, my... What I love about it is that we got to have the conversation, you know, and I hope somebody, you know, bigger than us, you know, can actually televise this and do a show on it or get a chance to talk and interview Dominique and her mom, because this has got to be putting them in the darkest place. Absolutely. And my heart just goes out to them. Again, I, I know that, They are, you know, in jail for homicide. But you got to know to go there, you got to be in a dark place. Mm -hmm. And I just want every mother out there to know that you can get help. Absolutely. At any age. At any age. You must get help. At any age. It doesn't matter how old, how young. Get the necessary help that you need. Because mental illness is real, guys, and we got to have that conversation about it. Yeah. Yeah. And look over your notes because you said they were suffering from quite a bit.
0: They were suffering from schizoid personality disorder. Uh Uh-huh. Major depressive disorder and post-traumatic stress disorder.
1: That's a lot Mm -hmm. to be dealing with. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And so the part for me, the major depressive order and the post-traumatic stress disorder really makes me want to know more about where they came from, how it started. I want to know more background information on their lives.
1: Yeah, Yeah. because that definitely sounds like trauma. Yeah. And we could be dealing with domestic violence. We could be dealing with molestation. We could be dealing with rape. We could be dealing with mental abuse or verbal abuse, or you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's so many things that they can be dealing with when it comes to mental health. Yeah, it could be it could be so many other things that they could be doing. Okay, so one of the things we want to tell you guys is that. First and foremost, we take the story very very seriously. I know there was some laughing in here, so I don't want anybody to be offended.
0: Yeah, I don't want anybody to be offended. You know, I laugh, I make jokes. Because That's how I cope with things. Yeah, That's how absolutely. I deal with things. Yeah.
1: So, I don't, you know, so if that offended anybody, we do apologize off top. Again, this is our first true crime Mm podcast so please be patient with us okay but at the end of every day we love everyone and we want everyone to get the necessary help definitely praying for Shauna and Dominique and their entire family that's that has been affected by this but if you need help go get help you're not alone in this and even if you can't get help if you like you feel like you can't reach out you can reach out to us absolutely a daughter's dilemma at gmail.com. Send us an email. You know what? I'm checking that email every single day
0: at a daughter's dilemma on Instagram. You can send us a DM message if you want.
1: Absolutely. Get the necessary help that you need. We will help you. It doesn't matter if you're not in our state, we will see to you getting some help somehow even if it's just somebody to talk to you gotta step outside of the four walls that are is your home and i get it that being a mother is a difficult task because I myself have been overwhelmed because we got this going on and that going on and I got to pay the bills and somebody's sick and somebody's got the flu and somebody made a mess in the kitchen and somebody got to clean this up. And, some, and then I, and now all on top of that, you got to go to work. You got to make sure you're doing a great job at work. You got to make sure you're standing out for the next promotion and you got to get the car together and you got to get groceries in the house. Like all of this can be overwhelming. I know. I was a single mother. I still am, but you know, I, I feel like my kids are grown now, so I'm just I'm just single, okay? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm just I just really want you guys to know I understand that every mother goes through that, you know? And I'm not going to lie and say that I haven't even thought about that as well, being in a depressive state. Now, I would never hurt my children. That's just not who I am. But I have thought about what it would be like if they wasn't born, like we just got to tell the truth. Your okay. I've thought suck. about that.
0: Your life would suck. you would be terribly unhappy.
1: I probably will. Cause you guys are so such, such awesome, awesome, awesome children. So one of the things I want you guys to understand is that it can get overwhelming and I get that, but you are not alone. I cannot stress that enough. So please guys, If you can, lift this family in prayer. Mm -hmm. And there is a National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It is 1-800-273-8255. Give them a call if you know somebody or you are suffering from any type of mental illness that is causing you to think suicidal thoughts. This is Nefra, the mother. And I'm Rodnika the daughter. And remember, give us an email. You can email us at adaughtersdilemma at gmail.com. Or you can DM us on Instagram. Or go to our Instagram page and follow at adaughtersdilemma. I think that's it. Yeah,
0: that's it.
1: Please pray for this family. Keep them lifted up. And remember,
0: every woman is someone's daughter.
1: And every daughter can be an excellent mother. Until next time.